This episode is brought to you in part by Blue Chew. Let's talk about sex, baby. Dudes, remember the days when you were always ready to go? Now you can increase your performance and get that extra confidence in bed. Listen up, bluechew.com. Blue Chew is a unique online service that delivers the same active ingredients as Viagra, Cialis, and Levitra, but in chewable tablets and at a fraction of the cost. You can take them anytime, day or night, so you can plan ahead or be ready whenever an opportunity arises. The process is simple. Sign up at BlueChew.com, consult with one of their licensed medical providers, and once you're approved, you'll receive your prescription within days. The best part, it's all done online. So no visits to the doctor's office, no awkward conversations, and no waiting in line at the pharmacy. BlueChew's tablets are made in the USA and prepared and shipped direct to your door in a discreet package. With BlueChew, men everywhere are excited to see the postman because when your package has arrived, your package has arrived. Get it? Blue Chew wants to help you have better sex. Discover your options at bluechew.com. Chew it and do it. And we've got a special deal for our Douglas Movies listeners. Try Blue Chew free when you use our promo code DLM at checkout. Just pay five bucks for shipping. That's bluechew.com, promo code DLM to receive your first month free. Visit bluechew.com for more details and important safety information. And we thank Blue Chew for sponsoring the podcast. Back to the show. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. There's something magical about unboxing. When you unbox BritBox, you uncover a world of British entertainment. Stream the UK's most brilliant series, including new and upcoming seasons of Shetland, Father Brown and Death in Paradise. Plus new originals like Payback, Irving Welsh's Crime and Archie, the story of Hollywood's greatest leading man, Cary Grant. Unbox BritBox and escape to the best of British TV. Stream with a free trial at BritBox.com. Doug hates candy wrappers, screaming baby sticky seeds with 50 ads and popcorn kernels in his teeth. There's still not one that he won't see because Doug loves movies. Hey, everybody. I'm a little. Uh, I'm looking at the table set up here, and I'm not. Uh, I'm not entirely comfortable with it for some reason. Um, let me see if I. Uh, I'm also looking for my. Uh, you know how I always have notes of everything I want to talk about. Oh, there they are. Okay, good. That would have been messed up. This is too special of a show for me to screw it up. But let's start by rearranging the furniture. <laughs> Tonight's episode is brought to you by IKEA. And all of their lovely products that aren't on this stage right now. Thank you. Scott Ackerman helping me out, everybody. Let's hear it for Scott Ackerman. <laughs> I don't know why he flipped you off, but that's what he did, because I can say that that's what he did. All right. Wow, that was, uh, that was great. That was a great way to eat up the first few minutes of the podcast. Those of you who are listening right now, maybe for the first time ever, um, this is pretty much what it's like every time, and you should unsubscribe. Goodbye. Hey, everybody, I love movies, and we're all here at the UCB Theater in Los Angeles to talk about movies. And uh, tonight at Comedy Death Ray is going to be a, uh, here at, at uh, the UCB Theater is going to be a uh, record release party, CD release party for uh, Kyle Kinane, very funny guy. And uh, his record is called Death of the Party. So uh, those of you listening to the podcast now, it's too late to come down to UCB for this, this particular event. But I'm just telling you because I have no idea why I'm telling you. <laughs> so you, or Entertainment Weekly, <laughs> asked... They asked Glenn Close recently to name her favorite acting roles, and she responded by saying, that's like Sophie's choice. 
And I thought, you mean that picking your favorite parts is like choosing between which one of your children you'll never see again? <laughs> and then she chose uh, 101 Dalmatians, so at least she made it count. <laughs> time to bring out my guests. Uh, this is, um, is it that time already? Um, okay, we rearranged the table. Okay, yeah, we've done everything that we need to do to prepare for these amazing guests. Um, it's the beginning of Black History Month as we tape this on February 2nd, 2010. So uh, please welcome to the stage, ladies and gentlemen, Graham Elwood and Sam Levine. Hey, guys. Hi, Doug. Hello. Nice to see you. These are both uh, I Love Movie veterans. Uh, one is an incredibly talented and insanely funny performer, and the other one is Graham Elwood. Saw that one coming. <laughs> Bullshit. Uh, Are you shaking my head? Two funny guys, two friends of mine, and now you're all sitting there saying, here in the audience, the live audience, there's an empty seat. Why oh, is there one shit. seat vacant still? I know this is a fucking very unproduced program, <laughs> but I can't imagine... <laughs> That Doug would be so high <laughs> that he would have room and a microphone available for an extra guest who is not here. And Sam Levine helped to uh, uh, secure this guest for the show, so I'd like to give Sam the honors of introducing this very special guest. Thank you so much, Doug. Well, first off, I did not do it alone. I did it with the help of this guest's awesome daughter, Jessie. Um... If you are, That's a clue. Does anybody know it if yet? If you are, I don't want to give it away. I don't want to give it away in the first and last name. If you are a listener of this podcast, then you know there is a name that is uttered at least once every time in this podcast. So it is my great pleasure to introduce to you the namesake of Doug Benson's game, Mr. Leonard Malton. Wow. Yeah, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Outstanding! Dude! I thought, you, I thought it was going to be Brad Pitt. That would have been so stupid. This is so much better. I thought it was going to be William Defoe. William Defoe. Yeah. Did you say William Defoe? He said William. I call him William. I'm going to murder you. William. It's not William Defoe. Oh, this is my drink over here. I took the label off of mine so there wouldn't be any confusion. Can you believe it, you guys? Leonard Malton is here. I just met him backstage. Happy to be here. I'm losing my mind. This is so cool. What does the uh, patch on your, uh, on oh, your shirt mean? I'm a fan mean? of the New York World's Fair from 1939-40. I was not there. I wasn't alive. But I love reading about it and seeing photos of it. And that, those are the symbols, the Trilon and Perisphere. And this is the 1940-year patch, and I bought the patch and put it on a shirt, and that's what I'm wearing. But this is radio. <laughs> uh, this is a podcast, so it doesn't mean uh, very much <laughs> yeah, anything. Yeah, well, but you described it beautifully. Thank you. It's got a uh, like a geodesic dome sphere thingy. Yeah. And then and a, a, and then a tall pointy yeah. thingy. Uh-huh. That's right. It's like if Epcot and the Washington Monument were next to each other. There you go. <laughs> on there a patch. Go. Right before World War II. I couldn't have said it better. Nicely done, Graham Elwood. <laughs> so let's see. What do I, I wrote down some questions in case I, uh, you know, we ran out of stuff to talk about. First of all, I, may I call you Len? Because I say Len all the time when I say it's time for the Len Malton game. Well, that's when I'm not here. Today, call me Leonard. Okay, Leonard. <laughs> but that's good, though. He's basically giving me permission to use it when in his absence. So yeah, next week, fine. it's going to be back to the name that shall not be spoken this week. That's right. Right. <laughs> So, Leonard, how many... Uh, how, is, how many I, is he saying I'm the Voldemort of film critics? What is, <laughs> no. what is, what is, that, what is that? No, you're definitely not. I okay. think I know who that is. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> That's anyone who uh, says something just to be quoted in the ad. Yeah. That you must hate those people. Because you I, have genuine opinions. I don't hate those people. I hate the, the process. I hate the idea that, that that's how they advertise movies. Uh, uh, and that... Some, I'll tell you... A little inside story. Would I'd you like a little inside it. story? Bring Here's it. an inside story. Is that every now and then, if I'll go to an advanced screening of a movie, uh, I'll get an email from a publicist for the studio, let's say, the next day. They're saying, did you like the movie? I'll write back and say, no, yes, whatever. I'm always honest with them. And they say, if you liked it, would you be willing to give us a quote? Now, if I really like the movie, and it's a movie I think people ought to go to see, i got no problem 
you know, being quoted about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but I don't write good quotes. Good quotes are, I laughed till I cried. I don't write quotes like that. So they never like my quotes. So, uh, uh, but then they'll, they'll try to persuade me sometimes. They'll say, it would really mean a lot if you gave us a quote. We'd really appreciate having a quote from you on this movie. And either I'll try or I'll say, that's the best I could do. And then I'll pick up the ad when it comes out. And they'll, they'll have quoted... You know, Fred Fleebish from the East Overshoe Gazette, you know. It's like, th- that means as much to you as my quote would have? They don't care whose quote it is. They're looking, they've, they've pre-written these quotes in their head. They really have. They want somebody to say the, uh, the, the funniest film of the summer. And, and whoever is the first one to say that will get quoted. Right, right. No matter who it is. So it's it's really insulting, actually. Yeah, and especially when they said that about District Nine, <laughs> that seemed very misleading because yeah. that movie's kind of heavy. <laughs> Precious, it's the laugh riot of the year. That's right. Yeah, <laughs> the Road, uh, the best family movie of the season. <laughs> Did you Nobody hear that? He said the road? the road. Nobody saw the road. Nobody saw the road. Nobody saw the road. I, one guy wrote to me on Twitter today. How come no love for the road at the Oscars? And I was like, Did you see the road? <laughs> like that is that is heavy. That movie. That is, Still it's rough. It's, Did you see it? Yeah, it is a tough one. I thought Viggo Mortensen might have been nominated. Uh, it's a really yeah, good performance. Yeah, why did he get shut out? I guess there was kind of a last-minute push for Colin Firth. Everybody's yeah. into yeah. him in that movie. Mm-hmm. He's he's good. I like yeah. him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I mean, I, was, I thought he was great. He was teaching his son how to kill himself and so he doesn't get eaten by people. I, uh, uh, how can you not win for that? You know, he's like, here you go, son. Not this way. Right up right through up the brain. The, yeah. Like that's good business. That's good parenting. <laughs> yeah, don't just shoot it straight into your mouth because yeah. then you now you're going to walk around with a yeah. hole in the back yeah. of your head yeah, and that's, brains. That's yeah, you know what I mean. You're still going to be able to think that's, about what you just did. That's that's <laughs> postmodern parenting. Yeah, that's <laughs> what yeah, it is yeah. exactly. I had I had such a problem Apaco with that movie. parenting. I yeah. wanted to see that kid get eaten by cannibals. <laughs> he deserved it. He was a whining. Little no, kid who didn't want to learn anything from his father. He was un- unwilling to learn. Do you know who I want to, to see eaten. die in Inglorious Bastards? Who's that, Doug? <laughs> There's this one little whiny character. <laughs> whiny? Now, I don't know if people know this. I'm jumping all around now, but I, I find it so exciting that there's a scene in Inglorious Bastards where Sam Levine makes a cameo not as oh, Hirschberger. Hirschberg. Hirschberg. It's all Jews to you, isn't it, Doug? <laughs> wow. So, uh... <laughs> Hirschstein. Yeah. Hirschwitz is, uh... Mm-hmm. Uh, but there's another scene in the movie. Do you want to say it, or can I, no, I say No, go for it. it? Uh, there's a scene where Hitler's getting his portrait painted, right? That's right. And Sam is the uh, artist. He's got a little, like, crazy Italian mustache on or something. a giant or, wig or something. on. And, and, a, and on a that wig. scaffold painting the, uh, painting the portrait. Yeah, and he's the one painting it. So go back and watch that again. Rewind. And go, you know what? They described it well enough. Now that I'm looking at it, it's not adding anything to it. <laughs> nope. Not a thing. I'm not like, oh my God, I can't believe I didn't know that was Sam Levine. Yep. Quentin Tarantino and his tricks. Mm-hmm. I was watching The View this morning. Oh, oh my Doug. God. Oh, Doug. Come on. Because Mario Cantone did his Grammy wrap up. Oh. <laughs> and I love to be screamed at gay references while I'm trying to eat my cereal. <laughs> and, uh, but the one hilarious thing he said about Quentin Tarantino when he, they showed him walking out, did you see him on the Grammys? I did. Quentin's somehow packed on a few, like since a couple weeks ago. He looked big. Maybe it was the shirt he was wearing. Mm. But Mario Cantone said, Did he eat John Travolta? <laughs> <laughs> so I enjoyed that. But. Hmm. Back to, um, let's go to the Oscar nominations that came out today. So Was that today? Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. You set your alarm for 5.30 today, didn't you? Today. You slept through it? Oh. You missed it completely? I missed all the good stuff. What do you think about this 10 well, I was movies the, I was being there, nominated? I was actually thing? there today. The oh, okay. Academy. You were there yeah. uh, behind Sam Rubin, but facing the action. Something like instead that. Instead of a yeah. camera. Uh-huh. <laughs> and what do you think about this uh, 10 movies being nominated for Best Picture stuff? Well, I was very Seems scared. to have worked, because it, it got, seems to it have got Avatar in there. Because and District 9. Right. Uh, District 9 would Popular have had a hard, movies, I mean. District 9 would have had a hard time getting in the top five, I think. And it's a great movie. So I'm really happy that, that just for that. That that uh, got in there. Exactly. I think, I think what happened was it, it, they, you know, everything's clawing at the Oscars' supremacy as the granddaddy of all these awards. It's the only one that has real history, 
real tradition and real respect. But all these other shows have come along. It comes after and a million shows thunder. each year. Exactly. By the, you've seen the clips. You've seen the acceptance speeches. You've seen the gowns. It, it, you know, it, it's it's harder and harder for them to keep their their position in that arena. So they they're trying to do things, and I you know I give them credit for trying. I didn't see how they were going to fill a list of ten. Yeah, but, wasn't, but they picked the worst year to do it exactly. But you know, but it's a pretty good list. It's really not bad. It's a good list if you if you have to pick ten exactly. But if you were just like, what were your favorite movies last year? You'd name three or four of those. Yep, you absolutely. wouldn't name all ten I, of I them. They're not all for everybody. Like no. I didn't. I didn't. There's a few on there that I don't think are that great. You know? I agree. Blindside. Well, Blindside was picture. the big surprise, right? Yes. Like yep. the audience kind of shrieked when it was announced today. Oh, that was the publicist. Shriek. The publicists were shrieking. <laughs> Yay! Yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. not going to be fired! <laughs> um, yeah, it's a bad economy for publicists probably right now because <laughs> it, it all hinges on something like that. But it, that movie was uh, it was a great story yeah. told in, it's a, a, de- crowd in a decent manner. It's it was a, crowd a total crowd pleaser. So that and Avatar will... You know, uh, the fact that they're nominated for Best Picture will probably, you know, probably will make viewership spike a little bit. I and hope I'm, so. I mean, that's a, that was their goal. If it works, you know, I think it's fine. And it does give some, you know, a, a nice boost to some films like An Education and District 9 that are good movies. Yeah, those are both really good. That, you know, that uh, and maybe it'll inspire somebody to want to see them who wasn't interested before. That's a good thing, too. This was the first time there were nominees that I'd never heard of. Like, I mean, obviously, the cat, the foreign films and short subject, there's yeah. some that I haven't heard of. But what is Secret of Kells in the animation? Yeah, well, that's a film that hasn't been released yet. That they did one week. No, they did a, the they did a one week. They did a one week thing in L.A.? Did, yeah, they did a one week oh, run. I missed it. Those are always in Fallbrook or someplace like that. <laughs> they, they book them for one week just to qualify. I, my friends who are really into animation tell me it's a very good film and it. Oh, I'd imagine it's film. very good if it if yeah. it squeaked in there and, yeah. and beat out you know cloudy and right and with Pongo partial and meatballs. All those other possibilities. Yeah. 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 Cloudy with partial meatballs. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I wish I could see the sun. There's a meatball up there. It's not as exciting in 3D to have a meatball just actually hanging in the sky like a cloud. No. I read a good statistic. Twelve of the twenty acting nominees. Our first-time nominees. Oh, that that makes so sense. There's a, so there's a lot of newcomers. Yeah. You know? One yeah. person's clapping. Let's hear it for the new people. The Meryl Streep's been running this show for too long. She could get nominated. Like she, you know, if she wasn't in Julie and Julia, she probably would have gotten nominated for It's Complicated anyway. Like oh, she's God. just like <laughs> he didn't like It's Complicated. Oh, you know what? It's not. It's not that complicated. It's not really. <laughs> it's really like isn't. my ex-husband wants to get back together with me, but I've met this new guy. Okay. Wait, what, where was the complicated Wait, part? Exes. Oh, I have to redesign. I have to have my kitchen redesigned. That's then, the complicated part. And then the whole part. scene, like all the kids are like, "Oh my God, are mom and dad back together?" I'm sure more than half this audience has adult parents who are divorced, like me. Would you give a shit if your parents hooked up? Would you be like, "All right, whatever. What happened to stepmom? Is she still coming to Christmas?" Or do I have to buy her a gift now, or is she just fucking on the road? Like, they're all crying because that generation, our parents' generation, still thinks their divorces fucking matter, and all of us are like, eh, divorce, whatever. You know, I mean, I married a stripper. We're not still married. It doesn't fucking matter. Things change. Wait. What's the language in front, of, in front of Leonard? Oh. <laughs> Our esteemed guests, you're over your screen. <laughs> well, go back and listen to this podcast of how you introduce him. Ladies and gentlemen, we got a fucking big goddamn guest because I'm so. I did not say that. I'm so fucking ding dong and I did stoned. not say that. I, I did not I've say been that. I'm soaking my face in a big fat sack of cock sucking weed. Ladies and gentlemen, Leonard Bolton. I didn't say any of that. I don't. Uh, great. But I'm gonna if he ever comes back. <laughs> If he's ever back on the show again. Any snubs today at, in the nominations, no, in your mind? I don't, I don't like that word. It's like it's deliberate. Like, right, right. Like, we, they, yeah, like oh, gonna, I'm going to vote against that We're going to get Viggo Mortensen this year. Yeah, no, but no he would be one. That, he would be know. an example of one. Uh, Anybody else? I don't, I don't, I don't well, think there was nothing you, you that liked I liked in education? Yeah. Alfred Molina. He should have been oh, nominated for so Best Supporting Actor. Yeah. He's a great actor. Always, always good. good. And he's it's a great part, and he did a beautiful job, and I wish he'd been nominated. I... I 
I don't understand why Stanley Tucci's nominated for the Lovely Bones when he should have been nominated for Julie and Julia. He's really great in Julie and Julia. He's great in that. He yeah, and Meryl right. Streep are so much fun to watch together in that movie. I think that's the one. Yeah, Lonely Bones was like a total glasses and haircut performance. Yeah. Like it was just, he looked like a creep and then he stood around looking like a creep. Yeah, he's a good, he's a, he's a good actor and he did well, it. Did it yeah, well. Did like it really everyone on the set was like, ooh, when he walked in each day. <laughs> but craft services didn't, didn't always make the best, you know, didn't keep things fresh for him because they thought he might really be a child molester. But that's the other thing is that they take that, they take the, uh, you know, I don't want to be insensitive, but, you know, in the book, the girl is, you know, uh, abused before he kills her. And in the movie, they just make it into a murder, yeah. you know, because there's so many creepy pedophile types that just want to murder the girl and then bury her. And that's the whole, that's their whole deal. I don't even know if that's ever happened. I don't, I'm not an expert on that sort of thing. But um, but that movie was just like I could you know intent if intent were everything it would be a four star movie yeah but what did it end up getting in your on your scale of one to four uh, two and a half yes yeah you nailed it Len yeah <laughs> hard Len <laughs> good save Doug good save <laughs> wait as far I'm just as... so used to saying it that I can't I can't change <laughs> no I'm no so sweat. like okay good. can I just say that as far as supporting Such actors nice goes it really didn't matter who the other four nominees were because that is the most because who does doesn't want to see Christoph Waltz give another horrible speech. What? <laughs> he is the worst. I mean, I know that How English isn't necessarily you? his first language, he but he showed English us that you he's or got I. five or six languages in his <laughs> canon. That's a joke. So why can't he give a good speech? The 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 one at the uh, what was it? The uh, Globes? Though the uh, Screen Actors Guild. Yes. No the no the Grammys. The the. Uh, <laughs> But then what's what's one that had the word choice in it? Didn't people's choice. choice. He won people's the choice. people's choice. Yeah, he or did. Critics' choice. Critics', critics choice. choice. That's critics it. Choice. There you go. Critics' choice. Or did he win the tasters' choice? He did. <laughs> in the uh, they're gonna reshoot those commercials from the eighties with him and that lady. In the critics' right, choice, yes, he went up yeah. there and picked a language. He picked a di- dialect somewhere in between the eighteen languages he knows, and he said. There are a lot of choices. When there are choices, this was an excellent choice. He just like thought, since it's critics' choice, I'll do a speech that says choice over and over again. I didn't see it. And it was brutal. Oh, you didn't see it? That's the other thing. Why isn't Sam Levine jumping up there when the cast wins an award? Uh, For two reasons. Because you were like, if Brad's not going to be there, I'm not going to be there. That's reason one. (laughs) It's not worth my time unless BP is showing up. So do you have, are you having marriage troubles as well? Is that why? I am. I don't want to <laughs> expose myself right now to the media. Um, no, I was in Sundance uh, during the SAG Awards. Oh, okay. That is why I was not there. And right. gays can't get married. So uh, it's really... <laughs> I will not show up to an awards ceremony until everyone who wants to get married can. That's really... That's so sweet. Yeah, whoever moaned me can suck it. I was saying something nice. <laughs> Leonard, I apologize for the poor language. I, Mr. Malton, sir, I no don't want you to give this uh, podcast less than three stars. No, that's fine. Just your performance in it. He's too busy with movies to rate podcasts. Because <laughs> that was the question I was going to ask you right up at the top. How many movies do you have to see everything? Do you, do you feel like you have to see no, everything? No, no. Well, first, I've gotten choosier as I've gotten older. Uh, I've decided that, indeed, life is too short to spend any of it watching any more teen slasher movies. Right. Or, you know, or there's a movie opening Friday called Frozen about some people who are stuck on a ski lift. <laughs> you know, uh, you know, and it's like, wait a minute. You know, these are the it's movies the de- that put food on my it's table. It's the dead. That's right. <laughs> God, the same. But, and, and I'm grateful for the. I'm oh, grateful. ski lift I operator number two. I live. <laughs> I the one who goes, to, the one who goes to get help right away, and you never see him again. <laughs> no, but I'm secure in the knowledge, Doug, that no matter what I say or don't say about that movie, it's going to make a damn bit of difference to the fate of that movie. Right, right. Whether I review it, don't That's review true. it, hate it, love it, that movie has its life. You know, it has its uh, its mm-hmm. niche, its following, whatever it's going to be. That's fine. I don't have to go to see it. And why would you want to go to see in the dead of winter a movie called? Frozen. <laughs> is that appealing to yeah, someone? Yeah, well, I, I you don't know. know. I think they'll sell a lot of tickets in Florida or whatever. Yeah, maybe so. But yeah. So anyway, so no. So I, I, I'm, I'm gotten more selective, and I don't have a gig that demands that I review absolutely everything. In my annual book, I have a team of people working with me. Let's one of them minions. go see Frozen. Let's call them minions. That's right. Elves. 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 My movie elves. Movie elves. I yeah. love it. Yeah. 
That is so cute. But wouldn't elves hate movies that like feature tall actors? Like, aren't uh, they biased? Aren't you? No, aren't, aren't, you, aren't you making assumptions? <laughs> I am. I'm making an ass out of you, an umption. They hated. <laughs> <laughs> to quote, I believe it was Samuel L. Jackson in the last. Kiss Goodnight? Is that what it was called? Long Kiss Goodnight? Long Kiss Goodnight. You've seen these movies, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Oh, I've seen a lot of movies, but I haven't, I haven't seen the number of movies. Because uh, for a while there, you were a dedicated see-it-all critic. There was a period. I, I mean, every t- I was on a show called Hot Ticket for three years, a weekend movie review show where I really did have to see everything. What was your say, scale on that? It's debilitating. See it or don't hot, see it? No, hot or not. <laughs> hot or not. <laughs> Schindler's List is hot. (laughs) (laughs) Frozen is not. That's right. They always want want shorthand. They always want some form of shorthand. Yeah, but but didn't the is hot label kind of feel like precious is hot? Like every year there's going to be a movie that it's weird to call it hot. The whole thing was weird. I didn't break it down that's by true. film by film. Yeah, yeah. But, but, no, but, but that's but, good that you didn't When have I was to. doing, but for three years, I really had no life because I had to go see everything. And when, believe me, as much as you love movies, or as I love movies, or any of these guys, and we're all movie buffs, you know. But there's a difference between really enjoying movies and going to see a lot, or maybe binging one day. I'm going to see three in a row. I'm going to see four in a row because you feel like doing it just for the hell of it. There's a big difference between that and being told you got to go see this movie. You got to go see it at ten o'clock Monday morning. And be at the screening room at 10 o'clock Monday morning to see Frozen. And then at 1 o'clock in the afternoon, you have to drive all the way across town. To see, I'm, not, I'm not whining. It's a great gig. <laughs> truly. Truly. I mean, people don't want to yeah. hear whine when you get paid to see movies. No, but I, I'm just saying that it takes some of the fun. But they also don't get. They don't. People don't get. It takes some of the fun. All of them is too much. And right. it ruins it. And that the they is, get to choose is part of the fun for them. Well, exactly. Not because, for us. Because the, the truth is there are more bad ones than good ones. There are certainly more mediocre ones than good ones. So, and repetitive. Right. Like, so that's the, my, my problem. Mm-hmm. Like, like, my issue with Avatar is just that as amazing as the technology is, the storytelling is, is very it's – it's all been done. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, every beat of that story. It's heard. Pocahontas in space. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what that movie is. Or Fern Gully. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, and Graham Elwood did not see Fern Gully or Pocahontas. What I about Dances with Wolves? I can guarantee you that. Yeah, Dances with Wolves is another one everybody brings up. Yeah. But I also think he borrows from his own, his own oeuvre. Like his, mm-hmm. own, his own past movies have a, uh-huh. a lot of the same beats, you know. Mm-hmm. But, you know, it, it, is, it is. But it's I a th- great movie going experience. Yes. Well, I think it should be like a best event movie of the year. Yeah. And it should be the biggest event movie of all time. Like the fact that they're saying it's beaten Titanic and Dark Knight and even Gone with the Wind. Yeah, but it has. Those movies were all more popular. Yeah. They just didn't cost $17, right. you know, to see in 3D with the glasses and the IMAX. Right. Let's go to a caller. <laughs> 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 okay, so um, <laughs> enough about me. I, I've been whining about Avatar since the day it opened, and it's, <laughs> it's very tiresome. So let's, uh, let's skip over to uh, another one of my pre-planned questions. Ooh. Back to the Oscars. Exciting. Um, <laughs> uh, worst best picture ever. Worst movie to win best picture. I know what mine is. Oh, we'll see oh. if you we'll go get first. one from what's each you, of the panelists. Yours? Mine is Around the World in Eighty Days. Wow. Oh, that, that, that's probably a candidate. Yeah, because yeah, it's a tra- it's a basically it was made to show off a widescreen format like Cinerama, yeah. and it was basically just like long scenes of like a watching an elephant parade in India. The one, and the, it, no, nothing ever happens. It's supposed to be about dudes getting around the world in 80 days, <laughs> and they stop off in each place and just hang out like they got all the time in the world. <laughs> the one that people usually cite if they're going back to that period, uh, like the 50s, is uh, uh, The Greatest Show on Earth, Cecil B. DeMille's circus movie, yeah. which came out the same year as High Noon, which didn't even get nominated. You know, <laughs> right. High Noon did get nominated, but Singing in the Rain didn't even get nominated that year. Wow, somebody got punched somebody in the balls really in the mad. audience. Right, right. This is oh. the most that was the most manly anger about singing in the rain. Oh. <laughs> How could that happen? Uh, but I but I happen to love the greatest show on earth. I haven't loved all the films in recent I mean, I mean I don't think a beautiful mind is a great movie. Yeah, How about that Crash? One, that one slipped through. Crash winning Best Picture? Yeah, yeah that was kind of rough. Crash, Crash oh. is, a, is a movie that has good things in it. Yeah, I yeah. Think, you know? I thought Brokeback Mountain kind of got robbed in that one. Yeah. Well, yeah, definitely. Definitely. 
Queer. I mean, I'm not gonna. Um, <laughs> we've already established this. I'm not I gonna go back. And, I'm not gonna go back and watch either of them. I'm, I'm good from the first viewing. Yeah. You know, because like Brokeback Mountain is as great as it is. It's slow going until they start getting it on, <laughs> and then it's ew, two dudes are getting it on. So it's like never. Oh. It's never pleasant. <laughs> <laughs> never pleasant. And now to go back and look at it, because like Heath Ledger in that movie and and Dark Knight and a couple other things he did. It, he was clearly going to be the amazing actor of all time. Like he was poised to be the new like Sean Penn. I think. I mm-hmm. wish they would have done this ten uh, Best Picture nominations a year ago, so Dark Knight could have got a nomination because I, I think that movie was. Like, I don't really think it needed to expand to ten for that movie to be. Nominated. Yeah, no doubt. I well, yeah, they could have kicked out. I don't even remember. Like the next year, do you ever remember what was nominated? No, of course not. It's so hard. <laughs> it's so hard to remember. Uh, it's so intense while it's ha- it's very intense while it's happening. And then it goes in the record books, mm-hmm. and you move on. Yeah, I mean, it, I mean, it's unless I you're find, Tom O'Neill, like that guy that knows all the statistics and shows true. up on every show. Yeah, and says this is going to win, and then when it doesn't, he goes, "Here's why it didn't." <laughs> <laughs> I'm an expert, <laughs> <laughs> but it does seem kind of a lot of foregone conclusions. Like Christoph Waltz is going right. to win, and Sandra Bullock, Sandra Bullock seems win. to uh, kind of have a lock on that. Monique is definitely going to win. Mm-hmm. And then who's the actor that's going to win? Um, Jeff Bridges. Jeff, oh, yeah, Jeff Bridges, of course, who's always great. Like, he's always great, he's, exactly. But he's getting the, uh, you know, the uh, Paul Newman yeah. Color the, of Money he's Award. Get, he's getting the It's About Time Award. Yeah, yeah, yeah for exactly. sure. Because he's great in it, but it's not like we haven't, he hasn't been great repeatedly. Right. You know? and, and this one kind of sh- showcases the acting mm-hmm. to, the, to, the, <laughs> to the detriment of the film. It's not a great movie. Yeah, it's just exactly. a great performance. Like, there's always a couple of those for Best Actor and Best Actress mm-hmm. where there's the a great performance, but then the movie's like, eh, whatever. Yeah, Walk yeah. the Line was That's a good two example. great performances. And mm-hmm. just Reese won for that, right? She did, yeah. Yeah, yep. that was deserved. Do you know John Lithgow by any chance, like personally? I've met him. Met him. Nice guy, right? Very nice guy. <laughs> Uh, that's my next. I've been trying to, uh, you know, you just sort of dropped in my lap. I mean, you've been a dream guest from day one. But uh, when when Sam came along and said he could hook it up, I was like, let's let's do this. But I'm also trying to get in this calendar year John Lithgow mm-hmm. because he's in the he's in the movie 2010 2010, mm-hmm. and I just think it'd be fun to talk to him about while he was making that movie. If he thought by 2010 he'd be murdering people in bathtubs. Yeah. In the nude. Uh-huh. That, Graham's looking at me like, what? May he played a, a serial killer on Dexter this, this last year. Oh. And he, he's, winning, he's winning all sorts of awards for it. Graham it's, doesn't it's, own a TV, thought you were being serious. <laughs> no, he just doesn't watch Dexter. like, the guy from Garp is murdering people? That's messed up. Yeah. Nobody well, saw no, that. that would be, well, according to Garp, Netflix Q, do it now. Wouldn't that be great? I mean, not great, because people would die, but wouldn't that be awesome <laughs> if, like, some famous actor decided to be a serial killer, and then when they finally got caught, everybody would be like, what? Did, yeah. wait, a do, famous actor has 18 bodies in his basement? Do two Willem people, Dafoe! Do two people count as a serial killer? <laughs> what a shithead! Do, does two people count as a serial killer? Because we already have O.J. Simpson. Oh, I took a shot at a murderer. Come down hard on me. Wow. Alleged murderer, alleged murderer. He's guilty of trying to rob his own shit back, but he's just an alleged murderer. And guilty in the civil suit. Oh, that's right. That's right. He owes a lot of of money to the the Wax Mustache Foundation. (laughs) And thank you for moaning that thing that happened 16 years ago. We really appreciate you. Hey, too soon, Sam. He wasn't convicted. Too soon, He wasn't convicted. So people just don't get over stuff. So um, I guess we got to play the Leonard Malton game. I think we got to. Yeah. All right. The time is time is running out on us already. Now I had so many things I'm, I wanted I'm, to I'm do. I'm going to lose whatever game you play based on. Oh, believe me, I I'm great at this I'm game until I'm playing it in a pressure situation. Then it's like it's all gone. Like okay. it's 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 hard. As long, as long as you list a lot first. of actors. Yeah. With each movie, what, what what was the decision behind that? I love actors. The other guides don't so much. I love actors. I love character actors and you know supporting actors, and I, I like to see them get credit. Uh, for for what they do, especially if they have a good part, even if it's a small part. So I do tend to list a lot of people. Thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Yeah, that's Thank how you. that's how Sam got listed in another teen movie or whatever. <laughs> 
<laughs> or whatever. I'm so disdainful of his. He's got a million credits, and I'm sitting over here. I was in Super High Me. Oh, you don't, you don't, you don't even use the old-fashioned book. You have the app. Yeah, I go app. Wow, oh, I didn't know this. Yeah, wow. I tap on your face, and we're off to the races. All right. Wow. <laughs> No, 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 no. Say it right, Doug, Doug, Doug. Wait a minute, wait a minute. Get wait it right. Get wait, it everybody. Right. The great letter Malton, everybody. Wait, wait, wait. Get it right. You pay $2.99. No, it's, it's five bucks. You tap on my face. It's five bucks. Oh, you bought it the first week. Oh, it's gone down? Yeah. Ooh. You can owe What that, happened people? to stock in Leonard Malton's face? That's how you know Doug's not Jewish. Right there. <laughs> yeah, I bought it. I, as soon as it was available, I bought it for the $5. But $5, $3, it's, it, once you pay it, they send you updates. Yep. Uh, all the time, and you're and you're good to go, and it's just uh, now the guys who, who program this have really done a great job. Yeah, I really I really like it. It's it's laid out nicely. I can I can get around without. Screwing you get a taste every time somebody downloads it, Leonard. Little, uh, little piece of the action. Uh, yes, I do. Hey, hey, <laughs> yes, boom. I do. That a boy. Hey, hey. and I Walt- like hearing that because I always hate the like I invented this thing and everyone <laughs> uses it and they paid me a nickel and now I'm living in a box. I'm glad you're like, nope, I came here <laughs> on a magic carpet, you sons of bitches. <laughs> <laughs> uh, while Doug is looking up a movie, I just want to promote the show you and I were talking about before. <laughs> on the Reels channel, a show called Secrets Out. That Leonard has been hosting for four seasons now. I did not know that. I've only been watching it about a year and a half. It's a really great show if you like movies. Find the Reels channel on Reels. your R E E L Z. Reels like channel. Reels. There's, a, there's a web component, reelschannel.com. And, uh, and, and what's the secrets out? What's the it's premise of the weekly, show? Weekly half hour show where I uh, talk about and show excerpts from good movies you may have missed. Uh, uh, new indie films and foreign films and documentaries that are playing in theaters or newly released on DVD. And then we do one classic every uh, every uh, episode. And sometimes we have interview guests. And uh, uh, it's, a great, uh, it's a great forum, great showcase for me to talk about films I like. That sounds awesome. I, 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 I'm going to have to figure out if I have reels. I don't, I don't know if I do. Does anybody it's know on direct TV, It's on direct nationwide, TV. and it's on a lot of cable systems as I, well. I have it. Would you like somebody to play for you tonight, sir? to play it for me. And what's your name? Justin. going on? Justin. Okay, Sam, you're playing for Justin. All right, Justin. Yeah, there's prizes involved for? in this, too, so don't, don't feel the pressure, Leonard. All right, and what's your name? Marianne. Who'd you, who would you like to have play for you? Leonard. Leonard, yeah, of course. I don't know why, this idiot, I don't know why this idiot picked Sam. I don't know why you picked me. <laughs> I meant Justin. All right. But I already forgot your name. Marianne. Marianne. Justin, Marianne. I'm just going to call you Mary Jane. That's easier for me. <laughs> and what's your name, sir? Gabriel. Gabriel, and, who, and you would like Graham to play for you. I mean, I know you would like Graham to play for you, but he's going to. So I'm sorry about that. Apologize in advance. you guys remember the names of your players? No. Justin? Yes. Graham yeah. forgot his already. I apologize in, in advance, Marianne, for my poor performance. What's your name again? Graham already forgot. Gabriel. Gabriel. Gabriel, blow your horn. Let's do it. <laughs> You're going to forget again, aren't you? No, I got it. <laughs> that thing locked it in. All right. Big guy, sweetie, angel. Let's let Leonard start it off. You get to pick which, uh, what year the movie's going to be from. The, the category, in honor of you, is movies that begin with the letter L. Oh, okay. Oh. All of the movies tonight on the show are going to begin with the letter L. And, Little Shop uh, of Horrors. Please, no pre-guessing. <laughs> oh, sorry. I don't have time to delete the, that now, and it's gonna get, I'm going to end up saying it later. Not really. <laughs> that, was, that was fake anger part of it. Okay. Uh, do you want to, Leonard, would you like to do a movie from 1991, 92, or 2006? Oh, you choose. I really don't, I, I don't have a preference. Well, no, I mean, you know, this is like part of the game. Like it's, it's strategy. It's part of the game. Strategy, oh, my goodness. Like, like oh, I'll, I'll be easier to remember something from 2006, or uh-huh. I already know an L word from 91. <laughs> An ill title. Uh, so 91, 92, or 2006? Uh, 92. All right, here we go. This movie is a motion picture. You or one of your minions, one of your mm. elves, right. gave this two and a half stars. Okay. Begins with the letter L. It's from 1992. And I'll, I'll give you a little quote from it, see if you even recognize that. Uh, <laughs> uh, you call one of the performers in this movie never credible. Okay. <laughs> That probably knocked one and a half stars off right there. Okay. Wow. And there are (laughs) 
ten names. So you can start the bidding with I can name that movie in ten names, or you can leap down to two or three. Oh, okay. Well, and I'll read uh, them from the bottom. Of I'll course. try to I'll try to name that movie in uh, five names. All right. So Sam can either try to underbid you, or he can say Leonard Maltin, name that movie. I'm I'm a gambling man. I'll try for four names. Whoa. Graham Elwood, name that movie, little Sam. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right, Sam. Good luck with this. 1992. I, I would not know this. Start, thanks. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Dolores Hall. Of course. No, nobody. No, nobody who knows knows who that is. My apologies to Dolores and her family. <laughs> Can you imagine like her kid listens to my podcast. <laughs> Her kid's an old man. She's got a weird Benjamin Button baby. <laughs> <clears throat> all right, and then uh, Lashans is a name. Oh. Does that help you at all? No. She's on. I think Lashans is on Broadway a lot. Um, I think she's black. And then um, MC Ganey. Oh, I know him. He's a big guy. Him. Big yeah. guy. What'd you work with him in? On uh, a movie called Club Dread. Fun. Yeah. I like that movie. And then uh, Philip Seymour Hoffman. Okay. I think you gave Club Dread a bomb. I wouldn't if blame I'm not him. It's possible. Yeah, yeah. Entirely okay, possible. but anyway. Wow. Philip Seymour Hoffman and M.C. Ganey in what have to be small roles in a movie from 1992. Right? There's nobody First here knows I this. I even really remember Philip Seymour Hoffman in was uh, uh, the... Uh, Take your time with it. Al Pacino... He's blind. Right, right. Scent of, of a Woman. Scent of a Woman. Yeah, yeah. yeah he was in Scent of a Woman and Twister, and he Twister, was in a bunch of yeah, stuff. Yeah, and I and I always he was always bad. like he was always an annoying character. Yeah. And I thought he was an annoying person. And then he finally played like a nice character. And I went, oh my god, he's just been an amazing actor all this time. Yeah. That <laughs> that guy is fantastic. I mean, I I love him in everything now. But I used to see him in stuff, and they always made him play like the jerky villain character. Like especially he was always the rich Scent of a Woman. That was such a poorly. He was always you know, that kid. He was always the like rich entitlement kid. Who was like. Hey, yeah. what, what? So what? You know, like, my yeah. dad will pay for it. He was always that guy. <laughs> All right, so jump in if you know it. Uh, Meatloaf, Lucas Haas, Liam Neeson, Lolita Davidovich, Deborah Winger, and Steve oh. Martin. Le- Leap of Faith. You, I who is never you credible me, you in me. Leap of Faith. Should have given you what? We're playing time. a game. I would have gotten that. I love With that. With more it's time? My favorite Steve Martin movie. Do you want to tell us more stories about favorite Steve, Steve Martin, Martin movie? movie. Really? Have, have you, how many people have seen this movie, Leap of Faith? It. I like it. It's awesome. Uh, Steve Martin plays a, 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 a fake, like, faith healer who goes on a traveling televangelist, not televangelist, but a evangelist, like, road show. And it's basically, they're scam artists. And it's amazing. Ricky Jay You're up first, was a uh, consultant on the movie. This is from either 1991. <laughs> no, I, I do. I, I, I might give it three stars. I might go higher than, uh, than the Leonard Malton guys. Who's never credible but, in that, though? But... Steve Martin, he's he's like oh. he kind of he's right. Like I think Steve Martin would be better at playing that role now than he was at that time. He put a little too much wild and crazy guy moves in there. He was still a little too much like a comedian. But you're right, it is an interesting movie. Like the way they show the back the behind the scenes of the scams mm-hmm. and how those things work is actually it's pretty entertaining. All right. <laughs> that said, Shut up. <laughs> Let's play the game. Uh Graham, do you want to do 91 uh 2006 or 76, 1976. This is an L title. Don't take too long to think about 91. it. 91. Because uh, we got we to get going. So it's not All talking. Right. You, you stop. stop. <laughs> okay. All right, you go first, Graham. Uh, two and a half stars again. This time I'd agree. I might even give it less. Um, it's an L title. And uh, you say it says several of the lead person, the lead actor in the movie says several of that person's cronies make cameo appearances. Oh wait, and it says a deleted scene with John Lithgow was added to the film's cable TV debut. Does that give it away for you? No. Okay, good. <laughs> That's a pretty good clue, though. But it's pretty interesting. Yeah. Okay. And, and but also the timing that I didn't pick it because John Lithgow was cut out of it. There you go. But now here he is. So I'll have to ask him about that if I ever get him on the show mm-hmm. this year. His son wrote to me on Twitter and gave me his email address, but he hasn't written back to me. Maybe it's because I said, hi, I want to take a bath with you. <laughs> okay. Graham. Uh, this has one, two, three, four, five, nine names. I can name it in six. Oh, look at him go. Leonard, do you think you can do it in less? Or do you want him to name that movie? Uh, name that movie. Oh, nice. Uh, Nicely played. Nicely played. So, well, uh, uh, <laughs> Iman is in this movie. Or Iman. Iman. Yeah. 
Oh, would you go out with her or something? (laughs) Yeah, I was her rebound Uh, guy after she broke up with Bowie. She 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 carried around in her pocket for a couple weeks. (laughs) Okay, Uh, (laughs) it was like Cirque du Soleil. Let's do it. Patrick Stewart is in this movie. Maybe he's one of those cronies that he was talking about. Sam McMurray, who I know who that is. Sam McMurray. He was on uh, Tracy Ullman show. Played my father on Freaks and Geeks. Shut up. Just saying. Just saying. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's an awesome piece of information. He's in Raising Arizona. Kevin Pollack is also a friend, friend of yours, friend yeah. of mine. Yeah. We love his podcast. We, we appear podcast on there. every week. Uh, Sarah Jessica Parker. What do you get? Six names? One more. Mar- I, Mary Lou Henner. I, it's a, I, do you know it already? you not give me this movie? I could have gotten it two names. Well, uh, watch him not get oh, it. So <laughs> I should have had Leap of Faith. I'm embarrassed. I'm embarrassed. Okay, so Graham's got, a, Graham's got a point. Leonard's got a point. The movie was, uh, the rest of the names are Richard E. Grant, Victoria Tennant, and Steve LA Martin. L.A. Story. L.A. Story. It's two Steve uh, Martin-led films you yep. picked. But two and a half, I'd agree with that. It's, it doesn't quite work. It's, it's, it's got, got some very got cute got moments. Wonderful, wonderful moments. I like when the freeway signs tell him things. Mm-hmm. That's good. See, that's better. Because I wish they'd tell me things uh, instead of just some is, girls missing. It's better than Crash. You know what I mean? In my opinion, L.A. Yeah. Story's better than Crash. Mm-hmm. I agree. Yeah. Well, that's... Interesting comparison. <laughs> okay, Sam, we'll let you go first this time as a consolation prize for me, for me playing my own game the way I want to play it. How dare you? 2006, 76, or 2006. See, that's dumb on my part. Hmm. Two different 2006. Do you want the first 2006 or the second 2006? Ooh, I'll go with the first 2006. Or 76. You go with the first one? All yeah. right, this is a good one. Okay. All right. If, uh, this is uh, yours to lose, Sam. It sure is. Yeah. Uh, four stars for Mr. Malton and his, and his crew. Kind of like that. Wh- which year did we settle His posse. On? We settled on 2006. Okay. And let's get a clue out of here. Oh, I'll just, one word I'll throw in there. It's good. Spellbinding. <laughs> I've got it. <laughs> See, you've got what it takes to be in quotes and ads. Spellbinding is a good word to use. And there are 12 names. Sam Levine, how many names can you name this spellbinding four-star L word from 2006? Six names. Six names. Graham? Name that movie. (laughs) Wow. How many names did he get? Six? Six names. Here we go. Do you have any idea? I have some. You've got some ideas? Yeah, I got some ideas. All right. Raymond J. Barry. All right. <laughs> Great oh. name. Oh, didn't play your dad anybody, anything, did he? No. No, he did not. <laughs> Never worked with Raymond J. Barry yet. <laughs> Jane Adams. Okay. Mary B. McCann. Mm-hmm. Don't know who that is. Helen Carey. Mm-hmm. Trini Alvarado. <laughs> you only have one more name. <laughs> I think I have it. I think I, I you think, think I, you have it? I think I have it. Oh, God, that'll be so exciting if you have it. Phyllis Somerville was in this movie. <laughs> Oh, Phyllis. Is it Little Miss Sunshine? No, No. but that's Mm, sort of a guess. I thought Jane Addams was in that. No, it's Little Children. Yes! Ah, the other little. The other little. He knows spellbinding. Leonard Malton. I can't be Leonard Malton. Yeah. But Graham, Graham did officially win the game, mostly by not knowing anything and just just making Sam miss the... uh, Missed the questions. So, Gabriel, I remembered, Gabriel, you win a, uh, a two-drunk, two-trunk-to-dweet t-shirt. I can't even say it right. It's hard to say. You win one of those. You win a uh, copy of my CD, Professional Humoridian, still available at uh, AST Records, if anybody wants to uh, pick one up. It's a nice little independent la- label. You want to throw yours in, Graham? Yeah, let's do it. Graham's got a CD. It's called The Comedian's Got a Boo-Boo. <laughs> and... Um, <laughs> And uh, <laughs> you can, uh, where can people get that? They can get it on iTunes and also at comedyfilmnerds.com. And this is a piece de resistance since I have the app now. I don't need the big clunky book anymore. So uh. you win a copy of Leonard Malton's 2010 movie guide signed by Absolutely. me. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. That's a rare item. <laughs> Please do sign it. 
Oh, you can get the too drunk to to tweet, tweet too drunk to tweet shirt at uh, donkeytees.com. I say that every week. I don't know why I have to say it anymore. And uh, let's find out who the uh, shitheads are going to be at the end of the show because the losers get to choose. Oh, that's a good one. Mary Jane. Mary Ann. Really? Okay. Look at that. Oh, where'd you sign it? On the inside? On the, yeah, on the top Do you have of a page. thing that you write? It's hot. For <laughs> Damn it! Good. How did you guess? Good. Okay, okay, okay. So, wait, what's happening? Oh, okay. He held it up over his head and got applause. That's awesome. I'm the winner! All right, I got to write it down before I forget. I, I already forgot one of them. What was yours? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. All right. <laughs> <laughs> Way to blow this uh, Do you guys have anything you want to plug before we go? Uh, the Kevin Pollock Chat Show. KevinPollockChatShow.com. Every Sunday, 5 p.m. Pacific. Check it out. Oh, do you, are you on it uh, like every week? Yeah. Or yeah. You're like a sidekick now? Indeed. When I was on, you weren't, you weren't there, so I'll have to come back and do it. I you're, was you're there, there, Doug. I just wasn't mic'd. <laughs> you were physically there. You just didn't say I anything. wasn't mic'd. Yeah. Right. Now well, I, I am. Now you're mic'd. Yeah. All right. Uh, I Jesus, also have a movie relax. podcast, uh, ComedyFilmNerds.com podcast. It is available on iTunes. And I, of course, I'm on uh, Graham Elwood, Twitter, MySpace, Facebook. Check out my tour dates. Buy my new CD. The comedian's got it. Boo-boo. <laughs> That's pretty much how you say it. And uh, <laughs> I see Leonard brought a, a, a new uh, volume, a new book that Brand he's Brand new created. book coming out next week called Leonard Malton's 151 Best Movies You've Never Seen. Oh, Little well, essays wow. about... Can I just turn movies. to any page and, and yeah. just see what's a best movie and well, see I mean, if I've no, never no, seen it? You, you've, probably, you've probably seen it. Melty's Falcon, what's that? No, no. No. <laughs> No, then he's got in parentheses, 1931 version. Ooh. Yeah, you all think you're so clever laughing at my joke. <laughs> but from 1931, what's the, di what's the uh, difference? Uh, it's really interesting because it was made uh, before the production code, so it's a little steamier in some ways, a little more raw. Uh, it, it's, a, it's a very close adaptation of the Dashiell Hammett book, as nice. was the John Houston one. But all the, right. So well, there's 151 of those movies. Most in there. of them are most of them are contemporary movies. I have just a handful of old movies, but they're I know, mostly are they are, are they? Is anybody going to be like, oh, I really want to see that, and then not be able to get it somewhere? No, they're all, they're all available. All available. Awesome. That's fantastic. Uh, Leonard Moulton was here, you guys. <laughs> this is historic, right there. Absolutely historic. Graham Elwood, Sam Levine, Leonard Moulton, as always. Carson Daly is a shithead, and Tyre, Tyler Perry is a shithead. There's no room